ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast, where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lipstick, no denim jumpers. I did take a picture doing a drive-by of a clothing store the other day, and there a denim jumper was outside on the street on display. And I took a picture for of real? it. For real. It was an ugly jumper, too. I mean, jumpers can be done well. This was not done well. Oh I am your oh my I know I am your host oh my. <laughs> Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead. I am joined by my beautiful friend Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. We're glad to be with you today. We have exciting stuff to talk about. A big welcome to all of our patrons who have joined us from Patreon.com. We love the support that you have shown us over there where we show you our love and you show us your love. You can get free copies of our digital cookbooks, do a hangout with us once a month. So go check that out. Patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic. Homemaker Chic Podcast? Homemaker Chic Podcast. Okay, there you go. And of course, in the spirit of better, not more, we encourage the listeners of Homemaker Chic Podcast to buy less, but buy better for the sake of your home environment. And it's in this spirit that we carefully select our advertisers. Today's episode of Homemaker Chic Podcast is brought to you by 956studio.com. That's nine, N-I-N-E. Then the numbers five, six, studio.com. This is beautiful ethical, sustainable loungewear for women. It's made right next to Angela in Wisconsin by a small town mama, homebody and loungewear enthusiast. I love that title, by the way. I feel like I should probably <laughs> own that. <laughs> I am a total homebody myself. You guys know that. <laughs> but I also believe that it does really matter if you're going to hang at home all day that you look respectable, that you feel good because it affects your productivity. It affects your attitude towards your family. And that's what I love about these clothes from 956 Studio is that they're designed for comfort, but they're also designed for class. And you'll see what I mean when you go check them out. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple things I really want to draw your attention to over there. One I just ordered, which is this organic midi soy dress. And it's Beautiful. You can wear it just as is in the summertime or you can put like a nice blouse underneath it with a white collar popping over the top or even just like a nice long sleeve cotton shirt. And it's got this great little keyhole detail in the back. It's really beautiful and I cannot wait to have it. We are going to talk about farm fashion today. That is the title of today's episode. And there's a reason I needed this dress from 956 and it's because all of my dresses are rotting. They're all rotting away. It's time for it's time for an overhaul. <laughs> That's what happens to farm clothes. They rot. I love that dress, though, because it's a very classic cut. It's like a sheath. And so can be like mm-hmm. totally dressed up if you want and just totally appropriate for being at home with the kids. I think what's great about these clothing is, you know, she's got the lounge pants and the wrap blouses. It's perfect for playing with your toddler, romping with your toddler on the floor. And then if you have to go run to town on an errand. Totally. Decent. Those wrap blouses, you put those Just with a nice like skinny jean done. and a high heel. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. I love their stuff. Yeah, so it's very versatile. It is. Go check them out. 956studio.com. N-I-N-E 56studio.com. And use the promo code chic 20 for 20% off of your discount from them. Perfect. <sighs> C'est parfait. As the French say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as 
Is that what they say? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Our love comment this week. How about a love comment? Let's do that. It's from over on Instagram, Life with Elizabeth Witt. And this is what she said. I listened. Okay, first off, let me preface this by saying she's talking about our wine episode. You have not checked that out. Our interview with Todd White of Dry Farm Wines. Go check that out. It was an eye opening interview for us to do. And your comments are letting me know that it was kind of an eye opening episode for you guys as well. It was like an expose into the wine industry. And (laughs) it was was. kind of like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The feedback from the show is it's been great. There was one of my favorite comments was. I saw that this episode, like, oh, wine. And she's like, I rolled my eyes like, uh, lame. Mm-hmm. And now she's listened to it four times. <laughs> she's just like, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Um, yeah, it's alarming. It it's, is. Uh, you know, and not in like a sensational way. Yeah. Uh, it's very eye opening. And I know so many of our listeners are striving to make better choices for their family, for their family's health. Yeah. Know, even with this year that we've had. People just, they turned to become gardeners. They turned, you know, we had the the sourdough Mm -hmm. outbreak. You know, everybody wanted to learn how to make sourdough. I feel like there's a lot of intentionality going on in many homes these days. Big time. With with food and caring and health. And you got to listen to this episode. This is what killed, this is what killed me about this interview, though, is that, you know, Todd was saying, like, I don't, people should be able to drink what they want. And I'm all for personal liberty. I really am. But they they have to know because they don't have to label wines. They don't have to tell you what's in it. They don't have to tell you what's in it. That kind of boggles my mind. Um, Anyway, you should have the freedom to do what you want. You also should be able to make an educated. You got to be able to make an educated decision. Exactly. So this is where our love comment comes from is that episode. I listened to this episode back to back two times in order to fully grasp what I was hearing. The information and presentation was fabulous. Chic, if you will. I've sent it to everyone Mm. I know that drinks wine. Needless to say, for any and all entertaining purposes, this is what I will be serving my loved guests. Better, not more. Amen to that, Elizabeth Witt. Better, not more. (laughs) Nobody needs two bottles a night or even one full bottle. in your honor. (laughs) In your honor, (laughs) cue the wine music. We're going to cue the wine music. (laughs) I have a fun one to share with you today. Okay. Kind of like this music. Today's What We're Sipping segment is brought to you by Dry Farm Wines. I'll let you enjoy the music for a second. Our fun, chic wine song. Mm -hmm. Dry Dry Farm Wines is an online wine subscription that pairs organic, biodynamic, naturally yeasted, low sugar, hello, low alcohol, yes, that is a good thing, low alcohol wines from all over the world. So as Dry Farm customers, Shay and I and so many of you, uh, actually after that interview, Shay, a lot of them became customers Mm -hmm. and you just can't help yourself. But we get to share... um, our love for Dry Farm because it's organic, naturally, traditionally made wines from Europe and South Africa and mm-hmm. South America. None from the U.S. We, none from the U.S. None from the U.S., which you will hear about when you listen to the interview. But the wine is delicious and it really challenges you 
Oh uh, which they are, Angela Shay and I are really into personal challenging to explore your palate, to explore your wine palate, and just keep moving towards that better, not more, in that better, not more direction. Yes. So, Shay, um, I see it there on your uh, desk. What yes. are you sipping? Yes. Um, can you hear the herd of elephants coming down the stairs? They sounds like they're moving a couch, but they're trying to be obedient. I told them to bring their laundry down like two hours ago. <laughs> they're just now dragging it. Dragging the basket dragging down the, the basket stairs. Dragging down the stairs. I'm like, what is going on over here? I thought somebody's moving furniture and it's not me. Um, okay. So today is a really fun wine. There's something I've noticed in all of my wine drinking with dry farms. And um, dare I say, I find my French whites a little bit more sophisticated and I find my Italian whites more fun. And mm-hmm. this, have you noticed this? The Italian wines taste like sunshine. Like they taste They're very fun. Like you know, sunshine. I'm, all, I'm like kind of obsessed with that, with that Valentina Pasolacqua. Yeah. Just had another one of hers I just the other had that day. one very last fun. week. It was great. Well, this one is and you're one. you're right about the, the French whites because a lot of people don't mm-hmm. even realize French white is a thing. But mm-hmm. you start learning and experiencing those French whites and they are phenomenal. Okay, they so what are, is They are, but but in totally different way than the Italians. Completely totally. different. Um, mm-hmm. All the Italian white wines that I've had f- so far from Dry Farms have, have really tasted summery. Um, there's a lot of like citrusy notes and it just, like I feel like I'm just at the beach. But this one in particular, so I subscribe to the sparkling box so you get three bubbly ones. <laughs> every month and um mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna try to pronounce this okay la mosa di bal frizzante bianco or you know it's a white sparkling wine but it lamazo di bal lamazo lamosa di bal lamosa di bal okay so this is mm-hmm. south italy where this is grown and annabelle or annabelle it's a male, so I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. But him and his family live this like self-sufficient life in southern Italy. They grow all of their own food, mostly vineyards, but they've got like olive groves and fruit trees and vegetable gardens. And it's, you know, like Todd was saying, all dry farm um, wines are organic, but not all organic, you know, grapes qualify to be a dry farm's vineyard. Um, but they're... You know, so this family's estate is organic, but it's also biodynamic. And again, all done by hand by him and his family. It's like completely a family run operation. But um, so it's fizzy. But what I love about this is it's it's not filtered. Okay, so it's it's Mm -hmm. cloudy looking. It looks and tastes almost like an elderflower cordial. Have you ever or like an elderflower champagne? Have you ever had that elderflower champagne? I've made it. Yeah. Okay. So it's got that like natural Mm -hmm. yeasty sort of a flavor Mm -hmm. to it. It's just, it tastes like homebrew to me. Like, like I'm getting to come into his cellar and have a bottle of his homebrew. Yeah, it's his homebrew. Yeah. And somehow I get to partake of that. But it's, you know, because it's naturally yeasted, there's no added sugar. um, And because it's not filtered, it just has this real like homegrown feel to it. It's pretty cool and what I love about it is so typically to make the bubbles right so you make your wine and you bottle it but then what they'll do is they'll unbottle it add more sugar and then re-bottle it right and that's how you end up with something like champagne although they have a little bit more 
elaborate process in terms of popping the corks and all that stuff. But they just use residual must to, because they don't mm. filter it there, they can add some of this original must back in that they fermented it with. And so there's like no sugar at all added at any point in this wine. That's so cool. It's so I just cool. Think, I am so intrigued by these vintners because they just speak to this, um, old world skill set, you know, that yeah. you and I sort of crave and hunger for. I mean, look at, I'm looking at your notes here, five hectares. Yeah. That is Teeny. a small, intimate yeah. gift. They're creating this beautiful product. I mean, that is not a lot. I know. This is, that's why I feel like I, like I'm a family friend. Like you've shared a bottle of this with me. Right. You know, that your daughter harvested off the grapevines and, you know, your son bottled. Over. It's just cool. I just love it. So cool. Yes. So someone asked me about this the other day. They, she said, I wish they had like um, a smaller, a smaller subscription option. So mm. you can do three bottles a month, six bottles a month, 12 bottles a month. Your choices are red, white, red and white, bubbly, rosé. <laughs> and I was saying that this is not like um, where you're locked in until your dying day. You yeah. can change your subscription every month. So do three bottles every other month. Yeah. If three bottles a month isn't right for you. Yep. I mean, totally, totally flexible. Yeah. They send you a little so, reminder email like, hey, is this still what you want? What are we doing here? They do. It's great. And I got to tell you, when you get the box, it's not like just some schleppy UPS box. This is kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of exciting. It's packaged so beautifully it and it's like, hey. Here's your wine magazine. I love that. I love your that. Your wines are here. So we have been drinking well this summer. Um, however, I must confess, as we get on topic here, I have not been dressing so well. Wait a minute. We got to tell them where to go because now they're oh, all like sorry. trying to sorry. figure out how to get their hands on some good wine. So go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Yes. And catch yourself a Do subscription. That. Three, six or 12. And now we can talk about <sighs> our skanky, nasty, worn out It didn't start that way, you guys. It didn't start that <laughs> way. We talked about this. We've talked about the value. We were appropriate in April. Yeah, we've, we looked good. <laughs> we looked really good. We've talked about the value of dressing well, of, you know, even in these hot summer days, like I really do try to get up. These are these are how I feel good. This might be different for you, but I put on a little bit of makeup. I brush my teeth. I've been good about doing my hair. I discovered this YouTube cool way of using this towel strip to wrap my hair and it curls it with no heat, which is fabulous. And it'll stay curled for like three or four days. And I love that. But um, I really have been trying. I've been taking good care of my skin. I've been shaving. But <laughs> thank you, Shay. <laughs> um, but this is the point of the summer where I feel like my clothes are actually just going to rot off my body. Like I have pushed them to the point of no return. Yeah. And mind you, a lot <laughs> of the, like my dresses that I wear around the farm are dresses that I got off like at a secondhand store, you know, so they were right. already they were loved lot, when I got them. <laughs> yeah. A lot of my clothes are from, um, there's a really nice resale shop here. And so they're, you know, they've already had their first round of where the fabric is. Yeah. Got everything to give yep. still, you know. Yep. yep. And I think this is like two or three years for a lot of these, you know, $6 mm-hmm. dresses. Um, but we have been getting a lot of questions 
I just took a sip of water. That's all. So what are you doing? How loud of a sip? You held your hand up like you need to stop. No, I was do. I was just covering the oh, microphone. I do my okay. Big loud I thought you were swallow. telling me to be quiet. I'm like, am I? Is this controversial? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then you totally froze. I'm like, is she frozen Fine. again? <laughs> drink, drink at will, Angela. I'm gonna talk. Um, so <laughs> chug, chug, chug. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so our our breaking up with you know this fast fashion idea that we introduced last season. Mm-hmm. We haven't expanded on that too much yet. Part of it is because we're still trying to figure it out ourselves. Yeah, last season. Yeah. Um, But now I'm at the point where I have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say the F word because it's not fall yet. (laughs) Not that F word. But it's coming. Seasonal It's going to come. And my dear husband, I looked at him the other day and he was wearing one of his white t-shirts that he's been living in this summer. And like, it was so bad. I was just like, this is so bad. Like, we can buy you new white t-shirts, you know? What, like, okay, we just gotta, we gotta fix what's happening right now. <laughs> and at what point in the garden, or at what point in the season do we fix it? Do we just, like, wait until September 1st and, like, that's our, we're gonna make a plan and execute it? Are we just gonna let our clothes rot for the next that's four weeks? That's what I was just thinking. Like, I'm, I'm probably just gonna ride this okay. out. Okay, okay. Because I'm dirty most of the time. Yeah. We had a huge heat wave here and it's not just heat here. It's humidity. Yeah. So makeup is kind of redundant. Yeah. So I've been just taking really good care of my skin. I wear my big hat. Yeah. I really haven't been wearing a lot of makeup. Yeah. At all. Just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the dresses are looking a little limp. Yeah. <laughs> and everything's just sad. Yeah. The shoes are wretched. Yeah. I said to Joel the other day, I said, I... I have to buy a new pair okay. of shoes. Like I have loafers. I have great shoes. Like I'm very proud of my shoes. But as far as schlepping around the farm or just running into town, it's like I either completely <laughs> get yeah. a proper outfit on, like very stylish. There's like no in between with me. Mm-hmm. I'm either just you're, nasty <laughs> or style. You're on or off, as it were. On or off. And so the shoeing. Yeah. I mean, if I can wear a sundress and a nice a, a pair of sandals to run to the P.O. box, like that's one thing. But like I wouldn't even go into town mm-hmm. with my shoes. Mm-hmm. They were so calf pooped up and like the, the the pad under the big toe was like threadbare, mm-hmm. like wearing down. I mean, they were just so bad. Jill goes, what's wrong with them? They look fine. <laughs> like There's like sweat marks where my feet go. These are disgusting. Well, there's like, there's a place for a disgusting. shoe. There's a place for a shoe kind of like that, but it's not like a dress shoe. No. Okay. But, but I but I'm saying they're so bad. I yeah. wouldn't even run to town. In okay. Them. Okay. Like, I would have we, to. We got to yeah. talk about this because. Okay. I you know, we had a shoe problem. We've talked about the shoe problem before. Right. About mm-hmm. like, what are we wearing with our dresses? Mm-hmm. And I took one for the team and I ordered myself a new shoe and I've been testing it for the last month. OK. And I'm proud to say, though they have we have no affiliation with them. I'm going to plug this company shamelessly because I've been kind of blown away. Hey, Georgia, could you go grab me one of my shoes from the bathroom? <laughs> could you go? I want to show it to Miss Angela. OK. OK. So this is Saba. S-A-B-A-H, which is a Turkish word for morning. And it came with this idea that this is a shoe you just like get out of bed and slip on. 
and then you don't take off for the rest of the day. So I'm really trying to implement in my clothes like this better, not more philosophy. And you know what? It's hard. It's a sacrifice to invest, Mm -hmm. invest. But I've bought a lot of like Target shoes in my life and they last and look good for, you know, four weeks and then they die a slow death. Um, So this shoe was a little bit of an investment. I can't remember exactly how much it was, but um, it's hand sewn, handmade water buffalo leather made in Turkey. And okay, can you these look really worn now because I do wear them. So they're just this little leather loafer, almost like a slipper Mm -hmm. of sorts. Um, But it's all just it's all leather. So you can see there it's it is kind of dirty where my foot goes. But I have not. But I can see the stitching. The stitching is incredible. That's a it's such a well-made shoe. Well-made. shoe, And it's meant to like literally last forever. And it's you can also fix like you can get them resold or you can fix it if something goes awry. But it's just this little leather. They come in different colors. I'm going to buy. So these are my farm shoe. Like I have been schlopping around in these things. I milk in them. I garden in them. We talked about not loving exposed toes in Mm -hmm. the farm, which is true for me just because of tools and dirt and stuff getting stuck in your sandal. Oh, it's just gross. If if they're exposed... You go to make by the time you go to make dinner, you're like, I can't even have be to go in the wash same room my with myself, <laughs> let alone prepare pre- prepare food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll share a picture of these over on Instagram so you guys can check them out. But it took me like three or four days to wear them in. I wasn't one hundred percent sure when I put them on, but now it's like so fitted to my to my shoe to my foot. Mm. Um. They're amazing and they look good with dresses. They look good with jeans. They look good with skirts. So they really are kind of universal. And they're such a nice quality that they look like an expensive shoe, even though they're really, really modest. Um, Mm -hmm. But they're the kind you could wear to town, you know? I could probably stand to give these guys a little buff because I'm really hard on my shoes. (laughs) But look, they even have the initials of the guy who stitched them on the inside. That's Isn't cool. that cool? They've been really yeah. great shoes, like super, super happy with them. Now I just need them in like three colors. That's the <laughs> chic part. <laughs> this right? is the homemaker part. Now I want them in red. Navy, black and brown. Yes, they do have a navy. They do have a navy. But um, yes, to answer your shoe thing, these were really good ones. Really good ones. Cool. I went to TJ Maxx and I got some really... I got a pair of sandals made in Italy and another pair made in Spain. And it's that time of year where they were like giving them away. Like, I think I got them for $12 a pair mm-hmm. and they're comfortable and they look nice. Nice. And I'm, I feel human once again. <laughs> yeah. Dirty Thank feet you. will make you feel not, that's that whole like rot feeling. I mean, I love being barefoot yeah. in the garden. I love that element of summer, but, but, but when it gets past the charming point where it's like just really hot and really dirty you know that's tricky so I have really been stuck on what you talked about last week when you were talking about your um your laundry pile in your closet (laughs) and you said (laughs) you said um you know this laundry pile is not a reflection of me because I like my laundry put away but it's Mm -hmm. a reflection of life right now And I've been repeating that to myself over and over 
since that episode, telling myself the same is true for our clothes situation. So I have this really cute, like secondhand J. Crew little summer dress that I wear. And I was wearing it the other day. It's black and white striped, had a big apron on. I was pitting like 2,000 cherries. Got done, took my apron off, and realized that the cherries had sprayed through my apron all over my dress. And I've tried like cherries do. Yeah. I've tried every That's like my stain kitchen cleaner. ceiling. I look up, I'm like, wow, there's <laughs> yeah. cherries on the ceiling. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking of that, this is a slight rabbit trail, but our cat Evie is a massive hunter. She brought a mm-hmm. quail in the other night that she had injured. Oh. And like we have a no quail policy, like no eating quails. Like we like our quails. Um, so Stu right. went to go save this quail and it was like flying around the kitchen and it flew up and it hit the ceiling in the kitchen and left this blood smear on the oh ceiling. Oh my gosh. And then Georgia saved the quail. Um, and that the quail's fine, by the way. It's gone now, but it, it was fine. But there was this blood smear on my ceiling in my kitchen. I'm like, really? Like, that's how hard I have to try to keep my house clean. Like, a wild bird is now going to be smearing on my white ceiling. Oh. Takes hard, takes hard work sometimes. Yeah. Um, but my point was, like, I had to throw the dress away. It was like, I have tried to clean it enough times that I was like, okay, like, there's the bad part is it was like kind of in the crotchish area, like slow table height. <laughs> I'm like, if there's gonna be uh-huh. a red stain somewhere, that ain't where it's gonna be. So we are retiring you. Thank right? you, good you sir, retired. for your service. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Um, but. This is the time of year where I also feel like, okay, let's let those things go and let's Mm -hmm. let's create some space for for the next wave of things to come in. So. We've been getting a lot of questions about how we buy new clothes because we are trying to really um, grasp this concept of better, not more. Mm -hmm. So how are we doing that with clothes? Where are we getting them from? Like where what are we where are we going with this? Well, um, you know, I'm in a situation where a couple of years ago I was not of this mindset. So I purchased a stack of made in China cheap dresses off of Amazon. And they're cute. People ask me all the time, like, where'd you get that dress? Where'd you get that dress? But they're garbage. And I bought them thinking, well, I will just wear these on the farm and treat them like their price tag and I'll just use and abuse them and they'll serve their purpose. And they are really bad. (laughs) They they have served their purpose and I'm still wearing them, but, you know, they've lost their shape. The fabric is garbage. Um, But as far as my go out in public or go on date night or, you know, my 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 clothing that um, represent, you know, it helps. It represents mm-hmm. me. You know, it's like a form of self-expression. I buy most of my clothing secondhand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I we have a few shops around here and they get best clothes in and the really, really, really good quality. And I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they f- find cuter things than I can find at the stores. Mm-hmm. But I do buy a lot of secondhand clothing. Mm-hmm. I've gotten so, a lot of good things that way, but it's like hit and miss. Like if I needed yeah. something, I wouldn't necessarily be able to go find it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of stuff you happen upon. Like I've gotten a couple, like a nice wool blazer and 
I actually bought a fur the other day. <laughs> oh, Shay. A fur. Blonde mink. She was beautiful. Our listeners are going to love I know. you. Hey, that is a very sustainable. Done right. Done right. Fur is a very sustainable fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's why I'm really intrigued by companies like we're working with, like 956 Studio, because I do want some really good quality linen pieces, yeah. you know, and I've, I'm happy to have our my American Blossom linen uh, bedding and then yeah. like the pants and the blouse from 956 Studio. And you know what I saw the other day? I'd like to know. OK, there is this company and I haven't researched it enough to speak totally wisely about it. They are like taking wool, but doing something with the way that they pull it or weave it. And um, mm-hmm. they're making like bras. They're making underwear. Oh, my gosh. I saw that. <laughs> Is it one of our listeners? Did one of our I listeners tag, I'm tag like, us on like the Ultra Feminine underwear? Friday? And she was talking about wool panties. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, panties. <laughs> I think it was one of our listeners, whoever you are. I got, we love I, your have to no, fi- I, I have to figure this out because wool naturally as a fiber, it's really good. Like it's antibacterial and antimicrobial right. and it's really sustainable. And I'm like, give me that because I tell you, I'm wearing the made in China panties right now. I do not like them. Like, I just don't want to wear them. I have like really, I'm just ready to go the bloomers route. I am so I love my underwear. Like I buy this Marilyn Monroe brand underwear, but after you start working and you're moving around, it starts going up my butt <laughs> and I can't stand wearing a dress and feeling like I need to pick yeah. my panties. I can't handle I'm, Plus, I'm like, give me the bloomers. If your booty, give me something that's not going to creep booty up. If you're bootylicious, and, like I am, I have, that's where oh, my, shit. that is where my weight goes. Are you bootylicious? I am bootylicious. I am bootylicious. Um, my my little sister and I used to do this joke where when we were kids where she would sit on my back and I could just let go with my hands and she could just sit on the shelf. That's what we used to call it. The shelf. <laughs> the shelf. <laughs> That's where I pack my weight. OK. When. Uh, yeah, it's, I do. It's too. When Amelie was a baby, you know, you remember how fat she was. Yes. I mean, she was like blubber buns, fat, <laughs> like a Michelin baby on steroids. And so I would shake her. And I'd say, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. You know, I'd shake her on the bed and like just watch all her blubber yeah. jiggle. And I'd, I'd sing, you know, yep. I'd sing Bootylicious, yep. right? Well, Aiden was little, like three. And when I would do that, he would go, her boots are so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So instead of saying boots, Bootylicious in this house, we say your boots are delicious. Your boots are delicious. That's a very appropriate way to say that. <laughs> My right. point was, if you pack your weight there, like I do, it doesn't matter what size of underwear you get. You'll always have the divot in your cheek. Unless you wear a thong. It's awful. And it's like, like you said, there's a place for a thong, but I don't want to wear one all the time. I used to only wear them. And then I'm just Me like, too. This, I'm done. After I'm, having kids, I was I, like, listen, I'm, get out of there. What, what's going on here? Exactly. <laughs> get out. Get out of there. But, oh. but it's either that or panty line. Like what? Which would well, you choose? Well, that's why I really like these Marilyn Monroe panties because they're like this seamless skin thing. But anyways, I saw those wool. But what kind of fabric are they? I think it was what like kind of Instagram. fabric are they? They're what kind of like fabric a, are your Marilyn Monroe? Just like like some sort of synthetic. I don't know, but they have that just plastic. like that elastic. They're There's woven no plastic. 
There's no, there's no stitch. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I have a, I have yeah. a pair of Calvin Klein ones like that, but it, um, there's a lot back there to pack into a little, little piece of fabric. <laughs> I buy, I buy, I buy them huge. Like, I don't know the size small. I don't know who's bought, they're making that for. A third graders. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I'm like, yes. who wears this? My, yes. All that's to say I'm quite intrigued by. <laughs> Me too. I'm also intrigued by nice wool socks because they're the only things that keep our feet warm here. Our house is so cold in the wintertime. The floors are just, mm-hmm. you know, it's an old house. The floors are cold. It's just the way it is. So like. Our house, you can feel the draft. Yeah. Like, so it's got to be wool socks. I had a friend buy me wool socks like 20 years ago as a gift. Yeah. And I was dumb. I'm like, what? Is that why would you buy me these socks? Yeah. Like, oh, because they're amazing. And then I put them on in the winter and I, oh, yeah. yes, it turns out that wool that keeps sheep warm and, you know, able to stay out in sub zero temperature. Yeah. Great for the human. Um, I know we're not saying the F word yet, but I saw an advertisement. Instagram knows me so well. You intuitive little How did- thing, you. Um, it's because it's listening to all my conversations. That's how it knows. But I saw an advertisement again for the wool because I talk about natural fibers a lot, apparently. And it was just fisherman sweater. So that's a style of wool sweater. Think think Irish fisherman in a sweater. Yeah, that's a fisherman yeah, sweater. Baby. That is my type of sweater. Salt, like mm-hmm. just solid. Oh, yes. Anyway. And like it made my heart pitter patter. And I was like, that's it. New sweaters for everybody. New wool fisherman sweaters for everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh. It got me Chase Christmas so card excited. Everybody's, everybody's like... in matching sweaters. <laughs> um, but no, it really did get me excited to, to do the next season with our family. You know, my boys have holes in mm-hmm. everything. They, they kid hard, man. They're climbing trees and swimming in ponds and you know, crawling up rock piles. There's, and Georgia, my oldest, like she grows six inches a month. I swear. I, it's not <laughs> like, just stop. What sort of budget do you think I have? <laughs> I know, but it's either that or your kid looks like the homeschool kid where his like jeans go up to his mid calf. You know? <laughs> no, that's like junior. Junior is wearing, he is four. He is wearing like 18 month old Thomas, the tank engine hand me down pajama bottoms every day of the week. He will not take them off. And he wears his sister's purple snow boots all summer. It's embarrassing. I know that our kids kids aren't supposed to be a reflection of our pride. But also when we go someplace, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you guys look so homeschooled. Just a little between the dashboard of my truck, masks and mail. It's really bad. So. I'm wondering if you have some sort of great advice for me in terms of, you know, it's a lot, especially if you are wanting to go this better, not more route. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot can be a lot to invest at one time. So are like, do you take one month with one kid or like, OK, girls are September, boys are October, Joel's November. Like what? How do we manage this? Because I Everybody needs some refreshment here in our house. Just a right. few pieces. We don't need a lot. A couple of good yeah. pieces that we can draw from. Um, I'm going to have to put, I mean, I will have to put some thought to that. I can answer your question, but I, I'm in for it. Okay. I have a 15 year old who is like all of a sudden seven inches taller than me. Amelie is 
growing like a wheat. And they're all no one when when the cool weather hits, Mm -hmm. no one will have anything. That's how we are, too. Not one. Yeah. Yeah. There will not be a pair of jeans that doesn't look like a my kids call them clam diggers, (laughs) like a clam Uh digger. And uh, it's going to be bad. Yeah. So okay. uh, I probably, you know, I will most likely I'll go to NordstromRack.com and just start building a cart. Okay. And I'm pretty uh, anal retentive. Like it takes me a long time. I just keep clicking and clicking and clicking. And I just try to find the best quality item, like with the best reviews for the cheapest price. Okay. You know, so everybody's going to okay. need a new pair of jeans. Everyone is going to need um, some sweaters. Mm-hmm. I think I need to start with a list. Yeah. Like what are yeah. our staple pieces that everybody's going to need? But I think I'm going to go a little bit of a different route um, because I've been really intrigued lately by Etsy and all the seamstresses that are on there. And this idea that mm-hmm. you just give them a job, you know, and they can help tailor it to you. And the, the challenge with this is it takes time. So like I need to be thinking now because it takes some time to sew the pieces. Um, I've gotten a lot of questions yeah. like, where do you go? Like, who are you buying from? Because we did mention that in our fashion episode that we talked about before, but I haven't been able to speak to that yet because mm-hmm. I'm still waiting on them to come because it does take time for them to sew these items. So the store that I... Um, let me, I'm going to look this up here so I get it right. The store that I bought from that I'm waiting on has really, really good reviews. It's all natural fibers and it's called Cotton Candy Wear Shop. So you can check them okay. out. They're more like women's stuff. So that, you know, and that was an investment mm-hmm. for me. I did get Georgia a few linen dresses from Mama Maraby, M-A-R-A-B-Y. And those came and they're beautiful. And what I love about these types of dresses, these linen dresses, is that you can wear, she can wear them in the summer. They're pretty light, Mm -hmm. but they're also the type that if you want to wear in winter, you could just put some leggings on, some wool socks, a little cardigan over the top, and you have a winter dress, (laughs) a whole winter Mm -hmm. up. So they're really versatile, which is super helpful on the budget. Because even though it's a more upfront cost, if you can wear it for four seasons, or even three, that's still much better than shorts you can wear for one. Right. Um, my girls want to sew, so I'm going to get um, yards of denim and yards of probably linen, like for fall. Yeah. And they want to they want to just have a couple skirts to wear throughout the week, and I'll probably get you know proper black tights white tights and then I'm intrigued by what you said about um the sweater yeah. like the fisherman's sweater because that's you could wear it over the top they can just wear that mm-hmm. the sweater and then they really want to sew their own skirts mm-hmm. so we'll do that and that'll be affordable and then you know we call them <laughs> we love abba so we call them abba sweaters so we go to the we live in a very scandinavian area here so we go to the secondhand stores and there's beautiful like that very Scandinavian look sweater. Yeah. My kids love them. So I get those. Oh, yeah. You can get good, really good sweaters. And, yeah. And it'll just say like yeah. 100% virgin wool or whatever. Mm-hmm. Great. Grab it off the yeah. rack. That's a really good way to get sweaters. 
because everyone's clearing out like grandpa and grandma's closet and nobody wants their Scandinavian sweaters. I do. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes, please. Um, okay, one thing I realized, which is surprising, considering Stu and I have been married for you know a while. Um, bless him; he still has clothes that he got from his older brother when he was in middle school. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, I know you've had that shirt since we were dating, and Justin moved out ten years before that. So, like, how old is this button up? Um, and he likes to dress nice. And I and I mm-hmm. love that about him. Like when we go to church and, you know, he wears his his nice dress shirt and a tie and he wears his flat hat and a tweed jacket. And he's all like that sexy shepherd sort of a look, mm-hmm. um, which is great for me. But he needs some love big time. Although I realize like I've never shopped for him and he's not. He's just, I just can't believe just it. Like the, I do all his I know. shopping. I've bought him pieces for, you know, Christmas or birthdays. Like I get him uh-huh. really nice shoes or, you know, like a new flat hat or something, but not for like pants and shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten some really nice sweaters for him for Christmases and stuff. But man, this it needs some help. Like I want to just throw most of it away and just start fresh. Yeah. How do you shop for Joel or does he shop for himself? No, he, he doesn't. No. He wouldn't know how to buy his own clothing if his life depended <laughs> on it. Bless his heart. No, I dress that man. Okay. Okay. How how do we do and this? <laughs> I don't know. I just buy button ups and khakis and jeans and blazers, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing, usually Nordstrom Rack or TJ Maxx and uh, a lot of Ralph Lauren and... Mm-hmm. He's pretty. Uh, he's it's pretty easy because he mm-hmm. basically just wears whatever I buy, and he he likes to look nice, but he doesn't like. He wear he likes to, he he doesn't select the stuff on his own. I mean, he's he's happy to wear. You know, I love it. He's got like a brown corduroy blazer, and in the fall mm-hmm. he'll wear that with his button up and boots or whatever. Yeah, church and yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> it's. His, he shares a closet with Aiden and they're kind of messy. <laughs> and How I don't gentle even go in for you right to now. say that. It yeah. needs to be. Um, but I do like I purge his closet and like get rid mm-hmm. of this stuff. And we need a family purge right now. I mean, I'm doing laundry and I've, I've had to sort of let it go a little bit right now with where we're at with the farm. Yeah. Um, so. I'm getting it washed, but it's just not as organized. It's not as efficient. It's just kind of like, okay, is there clean laundry? Okay, put it there. Yeah. And right. um, keep it going. Next. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the girls have a dresser and they've got a little closet and we hang up sweaters and dresses and then they put, you know, pajamas and pants in their drawers, but stuff is just spilling over. But it's not because they have a ton of clothes that they could wear. It's just because there's a bunch in there that needs to be cleared out. I almost feel like I we need that. family actually, purge day. I, I know I'm complaining about my kids all having head grown and needing new clothes. But it's actually going to be really great because I'll just be able to get rid of yeah. everything because none of it will fit. Yeah, like let's just start I mean, I over. could save Juliet stuff for Anais, but maybe even mm-hmm. not. I mean, it's like so she's she'll be like the fifth child to have had worn yeah. it because I buy a lot of their clothing secondhand. Yeah. Too. So, yeah, you do. You pass them down. I'm really excited just to I would love to just get rid of everything <laughs> and start fresh. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be because I would just get like five things well, for each child. 
and that my would be friend it. Rachel, that's how she does it. She's Here's your tin she's cup a minimalist. And your penny. Yeah, she um and <laughs> yeah. I I'd like to think that I could be this extreme, but it does train her in doing laundry because she's like, I do five things. Like I never go five days without doing laundry. So it stands to reason that all of this stuff will cycle through and then they'll have what they need. So you get five pair of pants, five t-shirts, five like sweaters or overshirts. Um you know, maybe a nice pair of slacks for church, which you wear once a week. So you only need mm-hmm. a pair, you know, that kind of a thing. And I like the idea of it having to discipline you because you do need to take care of it because it's your one thing. I think there's something to be right. said for that. And I mean, again, like this is not the season for it because we are so busy. And but I can feel myself. I can feel the chaos of summer and the looseness of it starting to just grip me a little bit and I'm like okay take everything out of the bedrooms disinfect it repaint it new sheets new bedding new clothes like what's happening here right you know because summer's just kind of a free-for-all it just kind of oh, is. it is it's like an unstructured it's an unstructured free-for-all can we watch a movie yeah, sure yeah. it's the middle of the day yeah. what is day is it Tuesday I don't know um yeah and and that's definitely reflected in the definitely reflected in the closets right now. Yeah. So, you know, just like with the kids, their clothing is coming to an end. And so I I am really excited that it's coinciding with just everything we've been learning, hosting the show, the second season and convictions that we've Mm -hmm. been developing Mm -hmm. during the second season. So it will be fun to approach the new closets, the new wardrobes for fall with that knowledge and with those convictions mm-hmm. and ideas and everything. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. The natural fibers thing so. is really, um, it's really sinking in pretty deep. Like I'm really, yeah. I kind of want to try those wool underwear. If I'm going to be honest, I kind of want to try them. I kind of do. Mm-hmm. Sounds a little Claire. It does. Doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Get up in here. Got me some wool underwear. Either that or I'm going to start going commando, but something's gonna, something's going to give here. That's why I said, like, the bloomers sound so comfortable. Got air circulating. <laughs> nothing's creeping up your butt. But you can't wear them with jeans, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. No, probably yeah. not. <laughs> I would imagine not. Um, so I guess the moral of the story is we're still working on this ourselves. Thrift stores uh, are a great place. I find great stuff in antique stores sometimes. Um, I will say I did cancel my... I had a few clothing things where they would send me stuff each month, you know, or actually like every three months, Mm -hmm. but um, I've canceled those because I realized in sort of setting up this new framework for how I want clothing to work, I would get them and they'd be not cheap, but then you look at what it's made Mm -hmm. out of and it's literally plastic, plastic, you know, made in China plastic. And um, yeah, I want to say something about shopping though, for that, because (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that I think That what happens to many people when they're buying secondhand is they forget the not more part of the equation. Yes. You get in there and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is such a good deal. Oh, look at this one. This is such a good deal. Why would anybody want to get rid of this? And you just start filling your cart because it's a good deal and you forget the not more aspect. Yeah. And so I think it is important if that's something you, you know, struggle with dare we say, a lack of self-control when you go shopping. If you're that person that goes to Target for toothpaste and you end up with a cart Free. full of yeah. fake ferns and candles and yep. notepads and diaries and, you know, like stop judging, make me. a list and 
Stop judging you. Right. I'm judging myself. <laughs> Everything I say is about me. Make a list and check it twice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't don't just go to the thrift store and buy more because it's inexpensive. And and allow yourself time. You might not find something on the first run. So if you choose to go secondhand, for example, for your family's wardrobe this fall, plan on going like every Tuesday for a month. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm seeking out. I am seeking out wool sweaters for the children in sizes, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. you know, new blazer for husband with elbow patches, you know, like whatever it is. Yeah. Let the shop owner know, but don't just go in there and just start going willy nilly because you'll end up with a bunch of junk. You're just going to come home yeah. with garbage bags full of clothing and you're going to be right back to square one where you have too much yep. and it's it's not going to help. It's on the floor and it kind of just if, it does. Yeah, it's the, a, the secondhand shopping can still fall under the better, not more category. It's a, it is a just retraining, that. too, I've noticed, because I ordered these dresses for myself in June or even maybe the end of May and they're not here yet. Part of that's mm-hmm. because of COVID shipping and stuff. It's international is taking a really long time because they're coming from a seamstress in Turkey. Mm-hmm. But, um, the, but the okay. other part of it is she has to make them. And I found myself like itching, like, Oh, I'm kind of ready for them to be here. Da, 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 da. And then I was like, Hey girl, like you're the one who said you were done with fast fashion. Okay. Like this right. is what that means. The opposite of fast is <laughs> This slow. is what that takes. You want somebody to custom right. do it to your arm size and waist size and hip size and you... To that shelf Exactly. On your you want right. them to be lined. Okay. Like this is what that mm-hmm. takes because there's a human, a real human on the other end, not a machine doing this for you. And um, it's been good to sort of have to die to kill off that part of me a bit. It's a retraining. Like mm-hmm. this is this is what we're doing now. Um, And I think that's kind of why I'm anticipating fall, because I know that like if I want to get Stu some really nice like new dress shirts or or such, if I want to have them tailored to him, for example, like that's going to take a little bit of time. I can't think about that and go to Target and have it that same day. It's not going to be that type of stuff. Right. You know, I do need you to stop saying fall, though. Like I'm I I said I'm not saying it. It's it's. I'm not it's middle of July. Do you notice how the light switches in August, though? Yeah, it's not August. I'm just saying you're like that person that goes on vacation nope. and starts talking about when to start packing. No, to go I'm home not. On day on no, day I'm two. Not. We have a summer. <laughs> That's what Joel does. I'm like, please stop talking about that. <laughs> we, we don't need to worry about the Uber on the ride home. <laughs> we just got here. I know. I know. I know. Okay. 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 I'm just trying to anticipate. And I think it just comes from that pinch of disorganization. I don't, I don't do super well in chaos, loosey goosey, willy nilly. Oh, I, and I, so I I always hit this place in summer where I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) What's happening? But I'll tell you what is happening. We're tending to the gardens. We're harvesting all kinds of beautiful produce. We're having fun and making memories with our kids. We're swimming in the pond, catching frogs, Making cheese, milking cows. Like it's a good time. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. I don't wish it away and at all. We're doing it in filthy farm clothes. For now. That we promise to retire. For now. At the end of yes. August. The armpits will have literally rotted out by then. <laughs> it's the way it goes. It's the way it goes. All right, Mr. Elliot, will you please cue the music? We gotta lock up cue this podcast already. We got stuff to do. What are we doing here? Acting like we have nothing going on today. 
Um, If you would, our dear listeners, do remember that sharing is caring. And we would love for you to share this episode with somebody that you think would enjoy being a part of our Homemaker Chic community. We love having you here and we're excited to continue to grow this community here with you on the podcast. And make sure you follow us on... Why are you smiling at me? You got a big old grin on your face. Keep talking. Keep talking? (laughs) Just smiling. I'm just smiling. Well, you're freaking me out. Make sure to visit us over on Instagram at Homemaker Chic Podcast. Do join us for Ultra Feminine Friday. Just take a picture of yourself and whatever that means for you. Hashtag Ultra Feminine Friday so that we can share it on our feed as well. We love seeing those come in every Friday and how vastly different what Ultra Feminine means I, to you. Shay, I love that. I love all the different. It's great. I, it just, it thrills mm-hmm. me. I love it that their our audience brings us into their day and shows us what makes them feel feminine. So yeah, show us your filthy farm clothes or your fabulous fall fashions that you've already selected. Please don't show us your wool underwear. But mm. anything else we will share in stories. Mm-hmm. For sure. Show some love to our sponsor, 956 Studio. Spell the nine, numeric56.com and use the coupon code CHIC20. Get yourself some beautiful pants or a sheath dress or the wrap blouse that is so, so gorgeous. And check us out over at homemakerchicpodcast.com because that is where we have all the coupon codes for all of our advertisers. And for those of you that are trying to hunt down the show notes for links to anything that we've referenced, you can find all the show notes there. Well done, my lady. <laughs> all right. That's it. Stop. That's I think it. That's it. See ya. My closet door <laughs> is open and it's raining and I think oh this my is my gosh. Moment. Oh my gosh. It's never going to rain here again. Ever. It's going to be bright and sunny until the end of time. <laughs> Wham. <laughs> Fall is coming. I know. Shay. Go get that, go get that closet tackle. We'll chat later. All right. Okay. See you ladies. Talk Cheers. To you later. Cheers. Cheers.